Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and on the podcast this week, we've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. And we've got Adam Price. Hello. Uh, on the podcast this week, um, we're going to talk about the game against Rotherham, preview Forest, and the bit that everybody wants to listen to, Twitter corner at the end. So we you need can, a jingle. We do need a jingle. There must be somebody out there with musical talent who can just quickly throw out a 10-second jingle for Twitter corner. Must be someone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Must be someone. Someone, someone's got the time and resources. Some of you, some, one of you out there must have some artistic talent. Yeah, <laughs> of which we have none. So. Even if you get a keyboard and you just played one of the free settings and just sing over it, we'll we'll take it. DJ. <laughs> Here's what I did on Rock Band this weekend. Um, okay, we'll go to news firstly, and uh, Courtney Halls in a bit of trouble, isn't he? After Snapchatting uh, pictures which appeared to be of the new kit for when the kit launches uh, soon. Now, it wasn't the clearest of photos. The home kit seemed quite similar to this season's, but the one thing we all did see, gentlemen, is that the away kit could be green. It was quite a luminous block, I've, wasn't it? I've a green a, away kit. I've got a theory on this. Okay. I think it's going to be white, and I'm hoping, because God forbid we actually have a lime green away kit, I think it's for the lighting on it. And because it was taken up the, uh, the one of the Astro pitches, I think they have yeah. uh, probably not down, not, but down Compton, not Aldersley. So I'm hoping that through some means of flashes and lighting, yeah. it's making it look green. Just because we always we, as far as I can see back, we always have black, white, blue away kits. Yeah, um, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's luminous. So. Wolves players can see their teammates better and in the winter season and improve yeah. their passing in the winter season. Well, I mean, we don't really and have to, games. Yeah, we don't really have to wear our away kit too often, do we? No, we've got no. that type of, type of home colour where we rarely yeah. wear it. You can tell I'm, when we play teams and we're just wearing it because we've got to we try have, and make sure we say to people we've got an away kit. Contractually yeah. obliged to yeah. say wear at least yeah. once a season, please. Yeah. You know, because usually against Hull, who might be going up or Watford, Watford, Blackpool, yeah, the usual bunch, yeah. So potentially none of those could be in our league <laughs> next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it is a green kit, though, gentlemen, uh, would you welcome that colour? Uh, I mean, we have a goalkeeper. You know, goalkeeping jobs are traditionally that colour, so we're kind of used to seeing it. But will it be odd seeing someone like Courtney Hawes or Jack Price in what is essentially a goalkeeping top? Yeah. You know, especially some sort of smaller players. So Jack Price, will we get mistaken that he's a goalkeeper? I don't know if it's this season's kit, but Man City had a. A, a very luminous green kit recently, yeah, isn't they it? They do. Is that their, I think that's like their Champions League away yeah. kit or something, isn't it? To be in that position where you have yeah. a Champions League away kit. <laughs> just, well, just one in case. Day, we will have a, the third kit. The third, yeah. third kit will this be our third kit just in case? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't mind. I, if, as long as it's not as luminous as it appears on that as it's poor quality photo. Yeah. Courtney Horse needs to get a better phone, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sure, he's got a new iPhone. Yeah, he needs to invest in a Nokia 920. They've got a 20 megapixel camera. Well, the smartphones are available. <laughs> 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 um, so, Courtney Hall's um, learnt a valuable social media lesson there of don't Snapchat obvious things because there will be someone who's going to screenshot it. Another bit of news, it's not really news, it's just a bit of a, a bugbear I need to raise. Um, here well, we, we go. This time, Adam. Not really grind <laughs> right gears. Rant corner there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was in the news this week that uh, Kenny Jacket, uh, Pat Mountain, and Rob Edwards were at the Warsaw Shrewsbury game midweek, which I believe Warsaw won. I think they won two one. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Everybody was speculating 
Who were Wolves following here? Who are they tracking? Is it Tom Bradshaw's? A couple of players from Shrewsbury, I think mm. they mentioned. There's even a piece in the Express and Star. I have a theory. They were there just to watch a football game. Ooh, that's I know it point. sounds quite outlandish. You're think, out there, Dave. Man. I know. You're out there, man. <laughs> I know people might be like. <laughs> we are through the looking glass. <laughs> <laughs> I know people might, people might be like, oh no, that's ridiculous. They're, they're, of course they're there to watch someone. But how about if they were actually there just to watch a football match because it happened locally? It's a, it's a lads' night out sort of thing. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, come on, lad, let's get together, have a beer, yeah. let's go and watch Warsaw. Surely, in the realms of look- possibility, <laughs> it's quite feasible they, they were all like, well, let's just go watch a football match. Yeah. I did see today that Harry even ran like a full full on poll on the Express and Star. Who was it they're watching? And it's like it's a slow news week or something. Yeah. Bradshaw, <laughs> Kai Kai, uh, the others. I don't even know who else was there. That could have Kai been Kai is actually a player. Yeah, I haven't got just made that up. Can we have the, can we have the chant of Kai Kai Hush Hush I do <laughs> Kai Kai Hush Hush <laughs> Score a goal from you, know, you, know you know we're talking about needing a jingle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's look no further. Found out creative yeah. flair. Right? I'm, I'm I'm not prepared. <laughs> the position is filled. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was just my little uh, little mini rant. Well, I, I, I just don't know. I'm sure there were probably were scouting, but there's a part with it just yeah. thought, maybe they just turned up and thought, let's just have a bit of a break from Wolves for a second, let's just watch a football if Pat match. Mount, if Pat Mountain's there, sure. Are we watching a keeper? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that would be the logical step. Um, it, it would be logical, because we will be minus one, but we come yeah. summer. Martin is clearly going to stay. So and McCary's out of contract as well. Contract. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there is that. Yeah. We also do need... Well... A striker and many others in midfield, but yeah, I guess we're just writing the column inches here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, I, think, I think it's a bit of both to be honest. Mm. I think there's no midweek Wolves games on, I get to watch some decent level of yeah. uh, football near them, so no one can sort of accuse them of saying, Oh, you've gone halfway across the country or halfway, you know, around the world to watch a football game play, why aren't you doing it? Locally, um, it's probably what they um, do, isn't it? It's football yeah. as, as the backroom staff, they just go out and watch football games. So, just, yeah, yeah, who yeah, do you say went? Um, uh, Jacket, Jacket Mountain, and Pat, and Pat. Yeah, you'd be questioning why someone like Kevin Furwell isn't going in my eyes, or one of could the could have been there, I, I, or the scouts. Yeah, it seems yeah. like I mean, it's probably just they've picked up on those players, yeah. Um, but I was, and I think also Wolves have quite strong working relationships with both those groups because we always play in friendlies. Mm. So they might actually just have some free tickets. You know. oh. the if anyone wants to get, if anyone wants to give us free tickets, we will gladly take them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, corporate or just well placed. You know, or corporate. Yeah, or corporate. We want free brews. Yeah, me, me and Dave had a great time at uh, Derby. Yeah, you know. It was a, very, a liquid lunch, I think <laughs> yeah, I call it. Yeah. A liquid lunch. We, we assumed lunch would be provided. It wasn't, so we had beer instead. Yeah. <laughs> what you want uh, so there's that but you can't now start voting for your Wolves Fancast play of the season it's the sixth uh, time we've done this award now uh, the nominees this year are Dave Edwards Matt Doherty Jack Price and James Henry uh, if you go to our Twitter and Facebook feeds and Instagram the link there is uh, is there for you to, to vote on I will close it in a few days time gentlemen have you placed your vote for the official one also Mike Williamson Good, good. Solid, <laughs> solid, solid vote. <laughs> he hasn't done it. literally he's, hasn't done anything. He's kept the very on top of their game yeah. since he's been here. He's actually had quite a good um, time at the Wolves, really, yeah. on the pitch. I did see, apparently, uh, I did see reading today that um, Afobi is not on the list. 
the official yeah. one, but other ones aren't here. You can oh, still pre- I think Van der Parra might still be yeah, on the list. Van der Parra's on there, yeah. 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 Apparently in previous years they have had players who have left the club um, on the Player of the Year nomination, but this year they just, they just cut it out completely. I think they have to make five appearances, don't they? Currently be at the club in some capacity. So I could yeah. still vote for Mike Williamson, couldn't I? Because yeah. that's five, oh, five he, appearances. He, has he, he hit out? five? Is it? I don't think he even hit five, five I think he hit five on when he was on. I'm sure he did. <laughs> we it, don't know. I think it's a bit embarrassing, but <laughs> I think it just speaks volumes, doesn't it? But did he get five appearances? <laughs> did he get five you know, out of him? Even if he's got six, it's. Uh, you know, it's it feels like four. Yeah. <laughs> um, who will you uh, Will you be voting for, Winston Adam? No. I won't who, who will you be voting for? For both official and fancast, of course. Because fancast is the Ballon d'Or of Wolves Awards, of course. It's the one award that all the players seek out in their career. I. Throughout most of the season, I was. Uh, my vote was going to Matt Doherty mm-hmm. this season. But I do think Jack Price is coming up on the rails for me to, to take that away from, from Doherty. I think Doherty's been quite dependent this, mm. dependable this year. Uh, he's been much improved, he, despite playing in left, mm. left back. Um, but um, that lovable little scamp, Jack Price, is, is, is making me sway my mind. So uh, it's, for me, it's tossed between those two, for both okay. fancast and official. Rich, what are you going for? Similar views. I mean, I've never been a massive fan of Doherty. Um, I think he's had quite a few flaws in his game, especially sort of last season and the start of this season, to be fair. Um, you know, especially sort of tracking back and can kind of switch off. But since the turn of the year, he's been our best player. Mm. And as you said, he's really kind of stepped up into a position of dependability and leadership, I guess, in the team. So, you know, there's that point where he kind of set like three goals in a row and scored twice. Um, you know, you don't expect that coming from a left back who's a right back. Mm. Um, Jack Price again, similar. Um, I mean, but I, I really like Jack Price. I can kind. Of, I think he plays very well at home, mm-hmm. but from what I hear, he's not always great playing away, and he works hard and he's a fan favourite. And I think that can sometimes overshadow mm. some performances. And again, he's got quite a lot of limitations to mm. his game as well. And it's it's easy to forget him, but at the same time, he's dragged us, you yeah. know, up when we've needed it. I think he's going to win it if he does on momentum alone, just yeah. fan love, because he's technically the only player now in the squad that nobody can hate. Yeah, there's so many players in that team that you either you're massively on, you know? one way. Or he's just completely hanging. I think he's one of the only players now where you're just like, oh, Jack Price is one of our own. Yeah. Oh, I love him. But I think he'll win it just on momentum alone if he does. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a shame someone like James Henry has had a massive dip in form mm. in the last sort of six months because he started the season so well. Um, but again, he kind of hasn't kicked on in the second half yeah. of the season. Edwards, he's just been steady Eddie. Yeah. Like, pardon the. Name pun. Um, you know, I think we're a different team with him in it. And, you know, you, you with Edwards, you always see what he brings to the team when you take him mm. out of it. And, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence we're playing really bad when he wasn't in the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've, I've gone for Jack Price for oh, both. Yes. 
just because he embraced Wolves Rumble and Wolfmania. Is so this because you all do an interview with him? Not at <laughs> all. But if Jack is willing to do an interview with him, we would welcome him with open arms. Uh, so you can vote for Wolves Fancast Pro this season um, and go check out our Facebook and Twitter links for uh, the vote. Um, there is the obviously the um, the curse of the fancast um, Ooh, winners. Yeah. So that obviously whoever wins it just leaves some time shortly afterwards. Yeah. But by my mild calculations with previous winners, this year's winner won't leave for another two years. So be okay. rest assured that this one's staying around Can for a couple of years. Can you show your workings out on that? Because um, okay. Stearman left about so, six weeks later. First one was Jarvis. He left the summer after he won it. Okay, so we've got a year, yeah. So uh, the next one was Fletcher, who left that summer, literally that summer. Suddenly for summer. The next one was Sacco. Who left two seasons afterwards? Two summers afterwards. The one after that was Goldborn, who left eighteen months afterwards. The one after that was Stearman, who left that summer. So by my calculations, it would be two years. Ah, okay. So Price is staying for a couple of years, yeah, everyone. Fine. Don't worry. Tied down on contract. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Follow a bit of news before we get to Rotherham. Uh, just want to say a big thank you to our long-time listener all the way from Washington DC, Steve Koenig, uh, for meeting up with some of us at the weekend. He came with his girlfriend Laura to his third game at Molyneux. And I feel really bad for Steve because um, three games now at Molyneux <laughs> hasn't seen Wolves not only win, but score a goal. He oh, turned up at the worst time, really, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> to, to try and get a Wolves goal. We want to get, uh, uh, next, next time you come over, Steve, we need to get a hashtag ready for you, don't we? Pray yeah. for Steve, score for Steve. Score for yeah, Steve. Score, score for Steve. Steve. Yeah. Which some people might take in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the marketeers to think of, David. But it was great to meet up with Steve and Laura at the weekend. And uh, I know that um, some of us went for drinks, some of us stayed out a bit longer afterwards, Adam. Some of us might have done, yes. With uh, yeah. Roy and Stu, a bit, bit of curry, a bit of tour all Hampton pubs. A bit of lovely curry action, yeah. very nice it was what, too. What was your choice of curry? Do you know what? It was something off the special board. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> it just sounded nice and it just said it had chops of egg on top of it. And I thought, oh, God, mm. I'll go for that. Really? Do you know oh, what? Not keen. Not no, keen. Was, no. But do you know what? It was nice. I can't. Yeah. Whatever it was, at the curry house we went to. Rice probably. chips, Nan. Did you go for a combo? Uh, yeah, PLA rice as, as standard. Standard. As standard. Nan. In fact, I don't think any. I don't think any of us had a Nan. <gasps> what? What about Papa Dom's? Oh yeah, as standard. That goes the same. I was going to say. I went to a few years ago. I went to a curry house in uh, in Wolverhampton. I won't name which one. Uh, but me and mates asked for um, a cheese nan to share. It's like, great cheese nan. We got it, teared it open. I kid you not, it was literally dairy slices melted uh, inside oh. the nan. We were disappointed. So it definitely wasn't the bee lash then that you went to? No. <laughs> I think the bee lash has got a higher standard of cheese nans. <laughs> On Saturday, Wolves made it four consecutive goalless draws at Molyneux to make us feel even happier about what's going on down uh, at the Golden Palace at the moment. Uh, but gentlemen, you could say that with some of the chances that Wolves had, it was the first time in quite a while that you felt that Wolves could have actually not only got the got a goal, but won the game. Wallis had a shot outside off the line. Uh, Mason had two one-on-ones. Dislandes was very unlucky yeah, to not to uh, score a couple of headers. Was it the first time in a while that Wolves could have scored? Was it a bit of a better play by Wolves compared to all the home games I think we need to start by saying how dreadful Rotherham are as a team yeah. Don't know. I think when you're playing 6 foot 4 Greg Halford as a defensive midfielder you know what they're going to be up to um, they didn't offer anything really yeah. for me but uh, we, yeah, are, we, we, had, we made a couple of good signs as well didn't we yeah, Kimi, Kimi, Kimi 
did what he needed to do when called upon, to be fair. Um, yeah, we actually created some chances, especially second half. We looked like we were opening them up a bit more. Um, I thought Wallace coming on really gave us the impetus we needed. Um, I thought for the majority of the game, we were so narrow. It was relentless. I felt sorry for Bright, who was stuck up, stuck out on the right and tried to keep his position, but didn't really know what he was doing because he was playing in an orthodox position. Henry was supposed to be on the left, but offered no width. Um, and I thought Mason... If... Uh, I don't know. He's not going to get his 20 goals a season, no. I don't think. So the question is, why are we playing well. him up front by himself when mm-hmm. he clearly looks like he needs someone up front with him? Um, I said, I said after that ch- that chance that he missed, so I think mm. it was Henry who played him through. Yeah, yeah and he was one-on-one on, one on one one left, one, yeah. he missed it. I, just, uh, I said at that time, I, I can't ever see Mason being a prolific striker for yeah. us. I just can't. He, he's, he hasn't got that track record anyway, yeah. being prolific, and I can't start changing with us, certainly at the moment with their yeah. non-creative I mean, midfield. When he came in, I kind of, not imagined him as a number 10, mm. but he was a bit more of a creator. I mean, he's not really had an opportunity to be around anyone to create anything in the first place yeah. but so a little, that, that chance especially on his left foot it the goalkeeper was so slow off his line he had a lot of that goal to aim for and he should have done better mm. um, I think like a few a few weeks ago when this game was coming up we all thought this was a it would, would have been a big game for Rotherham because yeah. mm. Warnock's done such a good job yeah. since he's gone there. They were they were already home and hosed by the time, so he could afford to just yeah. play this one out. There yeah. wasn't any pressure on him to do, to do anything. No. Um, but yeah, we had he also had the Bath header against the Bar as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so this was one of their more creative nil nils yeah. out of the. You can't yeah. blame Wolves. Yeah. You could see, we, in a sense of you could see Wolves were trying to create chances yeah, and we, actually had chances in goal. We weren't yeah. trying, but it's just there's still there's still no creativity on the pitch. Mm. Now, one main creative outlet is McDonald, who isn't going to play anymore for us. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, no one else on the pitch. Jack Price does have an element of creativity about him, but not to the yeah. of what McDonald's doing yeah, yeah. or has done, and that's. That's where our main problems in their lie, the fact that their strikers aren't getting enough chances. But, yeah. but this game, Rotherham, was one where we actually did manage to at least like, create Correct. four or five yeah. I mean, chances. Uh, again, I mean, who have we played in this nil-nil run? So we had Birmingham, which is a local derby. Um, they're very sound defensively. Yeah. It was never going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. We played Ipswich, who were um, you know, managed by Mick McCarthy. We know how they like to play, and they are a solid defensive unit. Blackburn, you dull. could dull. <laughs> yeah. You know they're boring. Um, you're not going to get a lot of goals out of them either. Rotherham, they're in decent form, and it is because you know it's the lack of goals. And if all of those games were one-one, two-all, nil-nil, whatever, and sort of a bit varied. I don't think as many people we wouldn't be so annoyed. So on paper, not bad results. Not a bad result. Yeah, <laughs> a draw's a That's draw. That's what we're saying. A draw's a draw. Um, and also, this team are now record breakers. Yeah. But they was it home nil nil draws yeah. in a row. Yeah. Which is That's something. Put to it to the history I books. I did think um, Des Landis had he. It was I think the first chance he was involved in where the ball came across goal. I think Mason flipped it on, and he was essentially Des Landis should have been was where sort of. 
a left winger should have been. And I kind of thought, has Jacket essentially stalled as a manager because he's now lost the the main sort of driving force in the team, which was Sacco, mm. who would have been in that position and would have probably scored. And he, it's easy to forget how much Sacco could really just drive us forward as a team. And the same with Stearman, who we've both and we've lost both players mm. this season, and now we look like it will take us forever and a day to actually physically get at the football pitch. Well, he started playing quite narrow in pre-season, didn't he? He was almost trying to completely change the formation. Almost, perhaps, he felt that we weren't ever going to get some kind of replacement like Saka, so we've got to try and play now a completely new system mm. because we haven't got a player like Saka to play the system that we play best in, Yeah, if that makes sense. But he's not always fully committed to that, has he? No. He's sort of gone, well, I'll do that. I'm not going to get a like-for-like replacement, which is going to be hard and you know, it requires a good level of scouting mm. and money. Neither of which we really have. Um, but it just feels odd that we had James Henry, who's a right winger, playing on the left, and Bright um, and Ocker Hare on the right, who's a striker. And for me, it just would make a lot more sense just to have James Henry on the right. Mm. I don't see a point of playing two players out of position when we could have just essentially have played one. Um, I don't know. It, it's, the, it's the Kenny Jackie Tom Bowler again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Pulls a position out and then pulls a player yeah. out for Tom Bowler. Yeah. But there were some good performances in that yeah. team. Um, I thought I had probably his best game. I mm. thought he didn't put a foot wrong for me. Um, Rumour of a £3 million bid from Palace for I offer really? this week, yeah. Mm. I think we can get it's a low bid, that. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's testing the waters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought he had a really good game where I can. I was interested to see how he played at centre back, just because I know he played very against Hull, but he hasn't had many games at professional level at centre half, which is apparently mm. his position. Yeah. And his development's not stalled, but he hasn't hit the heights of last season. Fans are starting to get on his back a bit more. And seeing at centre half, he just looks a completely different player. Mm. He didn't look like someone who was struggling to get down the wing as much, someone who couldn't cross the ball for love nor money. Ball at his feet, he was perfect. He was still driving forward and he was still eating up the yards when he needed to. But defensively, wasn't losing out, didn't lose out on headers, winning the ball comfortably. It'd be interesting to see what Jackie does next year when he has uh, mm. Bath to, continue, to contend with in the centre as well. And Williamson sh- should be back by mm. then as well. And um, also Hawes as well. Yeah, you know. yeah and Hawes. So will he go for. I mean, a lot of people might say, why don't we go for Iorfa and Hawes in the middle? Yeah. And then you'll have Doherty, uh, right wing, right wing, right back, and then Deslandes or whoever else you may choose well, to bring yeah, in. I mean, for Deslandes had a solid game. Yeah. I mean, he rates him really high, I, doesn't he? Again, I, I, I felt he was very unlucky not to score. Yeah, I mean, it's one yeah, right of a death. Yeah. He timed his run really mm. well. It's a shame it was just the wrong side of the post. He needs a decent play in front of him. Mm. To uh, you know, um, Helan wasn't probably that player. I don't think James Henry in front of him really did a lot but if we had a natural left winger there in front of him who he could actually work on a partnership a la Goldborn and Sacco yeah. he, he could be a really promising player at this level and he's still mm. is he what 19? 19 I think, you know. I think uh, we mentioned on the podcast last week that with Williamson if, if people are, fans are calling for all the kids to be playing now will it go again what, how will fans react next season if Williamson starting every week Yeah, it, it's quite odd if mm. I just think it's quite an odd thing of 
will people actually want Williamson in the side next season when they've got a possibly Joe Orford for the horse well, in had, the middle? He had a lot of credit in the bank, didn't he? Because we kept two or three clean sheets when he, when he played. Mm-hmm. Then that, that credit's probably long since run out now that we signed him and we just we won't see him until yeah. next year. So if I, I offer to play well at centre-half, if he continues to play there for the next two games mm. and then into pre-season, he seems, that's where he seems to be. You could see the fans... Opinion turn to say, well, actually, Williamson, we don't, we wouldn't be bothered about not seeing him start. We'd rather see uh, two young centre halves. Hopefully, it means there's a bit play. more rotation in that, um, in those four players. And sort of last season, it was very much Bart and Stearman mm. for basically every game, bar I don't know three or four, uh, due to injuries. So you know, we've got players who you know, Williamson isn't going to be able to play every game. I doubt. Someone like Halls and I offer probably you're going to want to take in an outside. Um, you know, Danny Bart will probably be the regular fixture. It, um, obviously, I offer Horse be the long term options. Mm. Williamson isn't, so perhaps now, depending on how bad his injury ongoing injuries are, he could be the mentor to mm. yeah. to Horse and I offer going forward. Almost like the Sam Ricketts of a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it really bad that um, post game I had a bit of a, bit of a smug face? when I saw it was nil-nil and we'd play Bright and Mason and neither had scored. A little bit. Mm. I think... (laughs) (laughs) My kind of thing is a lot of people get on the back of uh, Siggy. Fair enough. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. Hasn't scored in four months (laughs) when he's been back. I've got my my own thoughts on that but it doesn't matter if we're playing Sigurdsson Mason, mm. Lafondra, we keep playing the same style, which is just lumping yeah. them up and they're isolated. And, you know, we spent a lot of money on Mason to play a tactic that doesn't work for mm. him. We spent money and time on uh, Siggy to get him fit. Mm. And then we don't play a style that suits him. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you, you can only ask so much for a player. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I, and again, like I said, I felt sorry for Bright. Because yeah, you, why is he playing? Is it on the left wing? Yeah, you're not gonna. Oh, just, I think it's right. I think it's. I don't think I don't entirely agree with the fans getting on Siggy's back yeah. because he hasn't scored. Because mm. what, who those strikers are? He's yeah. not exactly had loads of chances and fluffed them. Mm. He's not. Yeah, he's only been you, playing since January when yeah, he came back. You can't. I don't think you can question his work rate. Right? His touch isn't as good no, as what it used no, to be. Yeah, no, but you know, he needs a full, intense pre-season under his belt. It's as simple as that. I mean, you have Lavandre who scored... Th- how many goals scored? Three? I'm going to say two. I'm gonna... two t- I mean, I might be generous by saying three. So he's yeah. scored two or three all season long. You've got yeah. Mason, who's only who's scored two since mm. uh, January. All right, Sigurd Larson's not scored, but he's only been playing since January. Mm. Um, I just think, what's the point in singling him out mm. for criticism when clear, clearly it's, it's what's going on behind him, which is... In the creative yeah. department, but I, I think the because I think I've, I've tried to say this every week that um, no, there's been games that Siggy's played. I thought oh, he's just not he's he's not the yeah. horses today, and he will be gone in the summer. It kind of doesn't matter who's playing; no one's scoring. So yeah. why is one player getting the it's brunt all, of all the, the hate? It's all the context, isn't it? So if Siggy misses a chance, he's a lump. He's a donkey. Yeah. Mason misses a chance. Oh, he's getting in amongst it, isn't he? He's being mismanaged. Yeah, Mason. Yeah. You when know, he misses a chance. But if Siggy misses a chance, he's the worst player in the world. Mm. Mason's a new guy. He's still got 
yeah. time on this like yeah. credit in the bank you know, where he's that's... been here for four years almost yeah. and we all we all know apparently that he's no good and doesn't score goals yeah. so he doesn't have any patience with him so I, I agree with that it's yeah. all, it's all he... around the context of the play but don't worry everyone he will be gone in the summer don't worry <laughs> We're we going to have like a massive Siggy leaving party. We're going to have like a funeral, I think. Yeah. Well, black or bad <laughs> on the day. Yeah. Um, did anyone notice Greg Halpert's little skill in the first half? Yeah. Where he, seemed to where get he did about three Maradona turns away yeah. from. Yeah. I thought if he scores this, in oh, fairness, yeah. it would have been a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd have been in the South Bank yeah. to celebrate. He would have done an Adebayor yeah. around that yeah. whole pitch. Um, don't think anyone also noticed in the second half, Doherty had a sh- had, uh, good build-up play. Doherty had a, a long-range shot, skied it, and although I could only Jed- see the back of Jed Wallace's head, oh, I could tell he was going absolutely ballistic. He went absolutely yeah. postal. That was that's right in front of me, down my end, and he he was still shouting at him after they'd taken the goal kick and <laughs> yeah. they'd moved on. But I could see his, like, I could see his neck was bright red. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. is he saying? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I'm not even sure if Jed Wallace was in a decent <laughs> position to get the ball back. I yeah. can't even remember that part. I thought he had a decent little cameo coming mm. on. It did, yeah, um, some really nice, yeah. some nice passes. Yeah. Um, he's, he's obviously keen to impress her because yeah. um, he feels that he wants to try and nail down the position for, him, for himself. Yeah, well, and he, wants he, to be in that you, know, you, look, you look at the team and essentially every position's up, up for grabs. Bar probably right back where it's going to be either Doherty or Orpha. Goalkeeping, goalkeeper, you'd argue that he isn't completely happy with Akimi because he got Martinez in. Yeah. Left back, will we go for someone more experienced? Defenders, you know, there's four we can choose from. The midfield. The midfield's a free for all, it's all Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any, anyone can go for it. Yeah. Nice one. Uh, so all in all, gentlemen, uh, a nil-nil again. We've got one more home game to go. Can we make it the Magic Five? I hope so. The magic five. Half of me really wants it to be nil nil. <laughs> Where just, just so the booze will be even louder at the end of the game. Season tickets on the pitch. <laughs> and just here like come la- the pretzels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like a, missing a last minute penalty or something as well. Just something yeah. that gives you a bit of hope. And then, nah, we'll just and then when, when Wolves do finally score a goal next season, it'll be oh, this is the first time Wolves have scored, scored a goal since March. Yeah. We, what should we do? Um, I saw it on, I think it was on the internet or something. That I, I, can't, I can't remember what part of the world it was in, but some team hadn't scored for ages and all the fans behind the goal the bought arrows. loads of arrows yeah. pointing Lee. to the goal. It seems quite a Germanic uh, Bundesliga it, thing to do, doesn't it? It does seem something that they would do. So maybe um, yeah. get us a, uh, a job lot of arrows in and yeah. just yeah. meditate to the same thing. Do you think that's, that's not going to... That's only a well supply Wolves fans with uh, a <laughs> cop. Do you think if we do score at home on the last day of the season... That people won't actually cheer. They'll just there'll be a mass ironic cheer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Which I don't think I've ever I would have ever yeah. heard in my life before. Because even the first half, after ten minutes, Henry had that shot. It was quite tame, but it went on target. There was a massive ironic yeah. cheer. I'm not sure how I feel about that. To be honest, like it's just a gallows here and there, isn't yeah. it? Because with that, oh. it's, it's that, it's that dull and that bad. That's all we've got to yeah. laugh at ourselves. <laughs> So we're going to preview uh, the final away game of the season, gentlemen. It's sold out Forest away, uh, and I believe Forest won 3-1 away at Fulham at the weekend, if I'm not it's mistaken. Sold it's sold out. It's the last away game of the season, isn't it? We've, I know that the allocation we've got is a hell of a lot smaller than we've got in recent years. Ah, right. Uh, but uh, Forest, whether it makes any difference where they're on the table at the moment, uh, 17th, 51 points, only three points behind us, so they could um, obviously... 
they could actually eclipse us. They could go, move up quite a few spaces uh, if they if they uh, get the win against us the weekend. Wolves 14th at the moment with 54 points. Uh, if results all went our way, the highest position Wolves can now get this season is 10th. Yeah. Ruddy 10th, everyone. Top 10. Top 10. Top that's what 10. Jacket will say. Yeah. So on Jacket, top that's, 10 that's finish. S- slightly above average. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they went through they went through a, uh, quite a good run at one point of the season yeah. Forest. they didn't lose for ages and now I think they've won, won, won for ages yeah, they yeah. did a Forest didn't they <laughs> yeah. so how would you rate this season Jacket top 10 finish but what finish <laughs> top, top 10 top 10 finish yeah. <laughs> um, they haven't got Dougie Freeman of course he's no longer their manager they got rid of him quite um, not, I, I would say early on in this this kind of late bit of the window yeah. they're obviously one of the teams who were looking for a a new manager in the season. Um, I'm going to say team, but what, would you try and use the same team again that started on Saturday against Rotherham? Would you perhaps no. try and give Connor Hunt a chance? Would, I, you, I, would you play Siggy? I'd be unsure. I've got people I, just throwing their I, phones at yeah. Shut up! Start talking about Siggy! Um, I'll start from the Hunt one. Is Not sure he's completely ready for first team action to start with. Yep. And I also don't think they'll play him on the left with Deslandis there. Okay. I don't think they'll have two inexperienced players playing on the same flank. Yeah, I agree. That's why they didn't play Deslandis at Holloway, did they? Because they had to play Helan. And they didn't want... Well, yeah, that's my kind of thought. That, that's why I think Jacket's thought process is whether or not Hunt is actually available. I mean, they play under 21 football together, so it's not like they're not used to each other's game. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, I, I think that it'll be the same back five who started Rotherham. I think he might. I don't think we actually need to bring Price back in. To be fair, I think. I think. Ooh, <gasps> don't say that. Can you let? There'll uh, be pitchforks at Ridge's house tomorrow. <laughs> Come at me. Um, before we get into smash my car, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, if you can tell me sort of what Savile and Cody did wrong on Saturday. They weren't Jack Price. Yes, That's what they did that wrong. Is it. That is it. You know, they're slightly unfashionable players. There's no beards on show. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm stumped actually. Yeah, <laughs> move on. No, but you know, I actually think that Savile and Cody are building a decent partnership. Yeah. I think they give each other a bit of balance. They just need to be a little bit more creative. But I think if you've got someone in front of them like Jed Wallace, I think that would work quite nicely you've actually got two almost sitting midfielders who can protect that back four um, so I almost don't feel the need to have Jack Price judging on Saturday's mm. performance because he didn't come on did he? No, no so. like, and we were creating chances and we can be open and we don't necessarily need him for every game um, I, know, would, I, would, I, would, I would I would I would drop Edwards and I would, I would add Price in would you? See, I'd yeah. probably drop Edwards and bring Wallace in. If he's I would also bring Wallace in as yeah. well. I just wouldn't play Bright on like the wide yeah. left or wide no. right. I'd like to. See, I'd like to see Bright up front, where he's essentially played in a couple of cup games and done really well. Because mm. that's when he looks great. It's when he's in the centre of the park and he's on the half turn. Because mm. he's got that raw ability, almost like someone like Ross Barkley. Do you know when he when he sort of bursts onto the scene, he'd just be on the half turn and he would just drive and sort of cover mm. thirty yards in one go. I think Bright's a player who wants to be in that position, and I know he's young and he's very raw, but that's where you want him. There's no point in limiting him and sticking him out wide, because all we're going to do is just mould him into a player he really isn't, mm. and it's just going to stunt him. So I'd like to see 
um, probably Wallace on it'll probably be Wallace and Henry on the wings yeah. and then sort of Bright and I think he'll bring Siggy back in because we'll Siggy give him one back. more chance you think yeah. well I think with him being dropped on Saturday he doesn't tend to play three games in a row and they tend to just completely leave him out uh, I don't know I think he'll yeah, I think I, he, I, I think he, I think if he keeps Bright in, I think he'll keep Mason in as well. I think otherwise they might just keep Siggy up front. Well, talking about Siggy, uh, when they, uh, it's not breaking news. Don't oh. worry, my heart would explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacket was asked about Siggy's future again uh, this week, uh, and he said, uh, when asked the question, "Will we see him in the Wolf shirt again?" He said, "We'll see." I think for Bjorn, there's been a lot of effort there and a lot of application, but we haven't quite found the right combination along the front line. On Saturday, I wanted to look at other options. Henry in a more central role uh, so uh, was the one that I wanted to try as well. So right at present, I'm looking at other options. We'll see how the Forest and Sheffield Wednesday games go. Um, so last away game this season, gentlemen. Let's do predictions. I was going to say, we Saturday. haven't done honourable mentions for Forest players who used to play for Wolves. Let's do honourable mentions for Forest <laughs> players who used to play for Wolves. Uh, Mancien. Yeah. Uh, Michael Mancien and Doris De Vries. Yes. Who's their uh, number one goalkeeper. A guy who must loathe the day signed for Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to call it the uh, De Vries-itis. Any player <laughs> yeah. that signs for Wolves and immediately regrets it. Joe Mason, for one. I also um, like Nottingham Forest uh, number 25 because his name's Hobbs. Um, do they have an Evans or Price, actually? Not that I can see. Sorry, oh, guys. Yeah, of course they don't. It's not like there are other footballers called Evans or Price, even in the Wolves team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, for the final away game of the season, what's your gut tell you is Wednesday night, we're calling this podcast for Forest v Wolves. I actually think we will win 1 0. 1 0 win. And the goal scorer? Are you going to place your pennies on? Siggy. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, the really bad cough there. It came out, <laughs> came out of Siggy. Um, I actually think like, James Henry will score yeah. James Henry Rich 1-1 one, one, Dave Edwards Ooh. I think we're going to win Straight this I think we're going to win this I'm going for a 2-1 2-1 two one. Two three, three goals in the match game yeah. Yeah. You can see Wolves, Wolves are away <laughs> we can score away from home Wolves, all away, the yeah. pressure's <laughs> off um, I'm thinking Mason and Henry yeah I'll go for those to get their ducked uh, and maybe Siggy own goal He'll get his goal, but it'll be the other side of the net. Do you not think? Oh like, God, like, yeah, that'll be so be so The last good. game of the season, if he starts to score, I'm just going to score my own net, and I'll still get <laughs> yeah. a celebration I always plan to do. We've got nothing to play for. Always when, like, um, you know, after the game, when everyone's cleared out, he just comes out with the ball and just kicks it. Yeah. Goes, yeah. Right, it's time for the final part of the podcast, a bit that everyone just wants to listen to. It's Twitter Corner. So we ask you via the power of social media platform Twitter to send us your Wolves and non-Wolves questions in and we, the panellists on the podcast that week, will answer those questions. Gentlemen, we start Twitter calling this week via email. Someone's decided to be a bit uh, rebellious and post that question via another electronic format. It's from long-time listener all the way from Australia, uh, the Bald Book family. And if you're a long-time mm-hmm. listener of FanCast, you know that the Bald Book family like to play a game called I Think, where any time a FanCast pundit says I Think, they get a koala bear and they dunk it into a basketball hoop, into a bin, which has got none of our faces on. The most koalas wins the game. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Dave <laughs> Come on. Um, in the email, they do say that despite Luke Regan not being on for the last few weeks, he's still quite in the lead in the I Think game. 
but um, the Bulwark family uh, start off Twitter corner this week with another food question, gentlemen. Barbecues, gas or charcoal? Charcoal. I <laughs> don't you dare be controversial. I'm, on this I'm one. a charcoal man. So I'm charcoal all yeah. the way. What are you? I'm going to say the G word. <gasps> I have I have a gas bubble. No, I do get really I do get really cool for this by Good, my, my other half and her half of family because they don't believe uh, it's true <laughs> true barbecue if it's gas. They think it's you don't fine. Get, you don't get the the charcoal. Yeah. The yeah, it's like people keep telling everyone going exactly. If I just burn it more on the gas, then have you, know, you had a, a, a charcoal barbecue before? Yes, I have. Is and it because of the whole cleaning process afterwards? Uh, no, no, well, the gas needs to look clean as well, yeah. but the charcoal, people just incinerate it. I'm, I'm not averse to having a charcoal barbecue. There's always one. I feel a cook-off approaching after that. <laughs> <quite soon. laughs> it's anarchists like you, Adam, that are ruining society. <laughs> uh, so we'll go on to Twitter now. Tom Phillips says, who's better, Cody or Price? Oh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Now, from a fan point of view, it's got to be Price, but from a footballing point of yeah. view... That is a difficult question. Um, oh, I'm going to say price. I'm going to go with price. Price, okay. Yeah. Rich. Technically, price. Yeah. But. Uh, I, I, when I said technically, I mean like actually it is footballing ability. Football yeah, not like <laughs> technically. However, in, no, in no, I, think, I think price has. I think he's technically the best footballer we've got in the squad. Yeah. In terms of being an actual player. I think Cody does offer you a lot in terms of his dynamism. And I think hopefully next season he can really push on again. Um, but I'm going to go Price. It's three, it's an, and it's yes from me for Price. Three yeses. Three He's through. He's through to a boot camp. I'd love to say, you know, I've voted for Play of the Year twice in a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. And, <laughs> actually, no, I think Cody's better. Uh, Ryan Lester has said, what condiment best complements cheese on toast, red sauce, Worcestershire sauce or mayonnaise? Why are you putting well, mayonnaise well, on cheese on toast? Is that if you Welsh? Did, did, did you oh, is that a Welsh thing? Is it? Oh, oh is that? Yeah. I thought you just ran out of options. Yeah. Plump for mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. What are you going for? Uh, Can well, we add brown sauce, well, brown in sauce that? or mine. barbecue sauce? I have brown sauce in mind. I don't actually think. Think about it. When's the last time I ever had Worcester sauce? Worcestershire sauce. Kind of maybe know. in a shepherd's pie yeah. just to yeah. give a bit of a kiss yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, a little, little, little culinary tip there Adam yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be my new book coming out in a little Price's Kitchen coming out a little bit of Saturday Kitchen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little tip for you ladies and gentlemen I mean James, James, James Martin's left so there is a vacant there is no, spot uh, yeah. I expect to see that kind <laughs> of tips on like a Sainsbury's advert when you give your shepherd's pie a bit of a kick this weekend everything that I cook in there will contain Worcestershire sauce yeah. Um, um, well, no, I have brown sauce, yeah. to be fair, um, on my cheese on toast. Brown. I'm not usually someone to have a sauce with my cheese on toast, but it would be ketchup if it was. Uh, I'm going to go for brown. I'm going to go agree with Adam okay. on the brown. Okay. Uh, our own, very own Luke Thompson has said, if you could have a dinner date with three Wolves Twitter people, who would you dine with and what pick would you submit to at Wolves Food? If you've not seen it on Twitter, at Wolves Food... Isn't it where people just decide to send their meals <laughs> to, to people? Uh, it's becoming quite that, a thing, I, I have sure, to admit. I'm not fully sure how wolves related the food picks have to be. 
And I don't know why. Like yeah. Match day build up slash post. I think there could be any in the team the week in, yeah. in varieties. And I don't know why Luke Thompson still hasn't admitted that he's actually running that account. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so is, are there any Twitter personalities, gentlemen, that you would like? Does to... Does he mean uh, like is in Wolves? I think he means people in the within the Wolves yeah. community. Is there anyone in particular in that Wolves community that you would think you know what I'd like to meet that person for real, not just their avatar? Their actual will, real person. Ooh. Is there anyone at all that can spring to mind? I mean, you've met Matt Murray, who I think would be a nice, very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very um, nice guy. I would invite. Uh, how far back can we go with this? Is it current Twitter? Current I think current you could. I, th- I think Luke is suggesting more fans rather than players on this. I'm sure we can clarify, but yeah, as in like us who do us, this, or anyone on Twitter that you follow who may be a Wolves fan, you might be like, I, I might want to uh, take them out for a meal, have a chat with them. Make them understand why my argument's better than theirs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're struggling, go with the Wolves player. This feels like a really awkward way to ask on out on a date. Yeah, go with the Wolves <laughs> player. You, you say, oh, I'd like to take it to Susie Perry <laughs> for, yeah. uh, for, yeah. for a wimpy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if wimpy's still going. Yeah. Where, would you, oh, where would you find it? There's a wimpy in uh, somewhere in Cornwall. I know there is. Oh, I'll take it to Cornwall. There's probably one more local like Cornwall. Cornwall. <laughs> Tell us, nearest wimpy. Right, what would you do? Okay, well, what food, what meal would you submit to Wolves food? A wimpy. A wimpy. It's got to be a wimpy. What would you go for? Spag bowl. Spag bowl. Purely because it's the last thing I ate, which could have ended badly otherwise. Um... I would submit my cheese on toast with, uh, I'll be dangerous oh. with my Worcestershire sauce on the bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'd have two slices, one with, one without. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before and after. Yeah. Chicken stew. Oh, I will go for a winter dish. A winter dish. Ooh. I'd have chicken stew in the most hottest day of the year. <laughs> Honestly, I absolutely love it. Or um, you have a barbecue with charcoal because yeah, you're just sprinkle some charcoal. You're on not it. Safe. Just give it a bit more. You're not, you're not satanic, are you? Give you're it a bit right. of a smoky taste yeah. to it. You're, you're going to blast some gas over it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, James Wynn's qu- uh, question is quite simple. Why are we not scoring at home? I think someone's put a voodoo curse on one of you. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Only explanation. Yeah, only explanation. Scoreboard. Which doctor know. needed money <laughs> to come and sort us? <laughs> I'm just going to blame Money Shop. <laughs> yeah, that's the standard thing to do at the minute, isn't it? Uh, Paul Berry has said, uh, is there anything we can blame uh, Wolves commentator uh, Mikey Burrows for? I like to blame him for... Um, <laughs> My car. Sorry, no, that's mean. It wasn't him. Um, <laughs> I'm going to blame Mikey Burrows for the recent Green Lantern film. Brian Reynolds I just think he ruined it is there anything you'd like to blame Wolves commentator a single 107 commentator um, Mikey Burroughs for should we just blame the NHS on him so Green Lantern NHS I managed to leave my shopping bags at home for a weekly shop this week because they're 5p now and you know know, I don't want to waste extra money and they're not as good so you know I've got some nice strong sturdy bags that are going to take my shopping (laughs) And I forgot them, and you know, somehow that's Mikey's fault. Okay, good. good. <laughs> somehow. There we go. So, shopping bags, NHS, and Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. It's all your fault, well, Mikey. Yeah. Can't, can't make me and Dave feel a bit low key when you say the NHS. Him and Jeremy on <laughs> Nick Perkins has said, Whatever happened to Isaac Okoronko? I can never say that right. Okoronko? I'm sure I mentioned about him last season. He's, um, is he still in Russia? I've no idea. But we did find out at the weekend that Neil Collins plays uh, with former protégé and the new Pelé, Freddie Adu, at Tem- Tampa, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Tampa Bay Rowdies. Freddie Adu. Ah, yeah. He was great for me in Football Manager years ago. Isaac <laughs> Okoronko um, is playing for FC uh, Rostov in Russia. 
There we go. He's, he's really seven, and that has got to be a lie. I think he must have got. Did he go to Russia or Ukraine after he left us? He's obviously made that part of the world his home, hasn't he? I heard a rumour that he stuck around Wolverhampton for quite a while and he did a degree. <laughs> Honestly, that was a true bona fide rumour uh, that he did a degree brilliant. at University of Wolverhampton. Well, Come on, just, just pop him back. Do you still need me? No, no, no. no? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go again. <laughs> Through the power of the internet, I can tell you that after he got released from Wolves in 2004, mm-hmm. he didn't play for another club until 2005, which was. Oh, this is going to end badly. Um, Alania uh, Vladikovska oh, um, for a year. Then in 2006, he played for a team just referred to as Moscow. He just turned up in Moscow. And then... <laughs> oh, no, he's... Uh, no, he's finished playing now. I'll tell her completely. Oh, um, he finished playing three years ago for Rostov. Is this Wikipedia by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. He must yeah. be back in Wolverhampton then somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> then. Um, next question from Dan Preston. Should Kenny Jackie's voice be recorded and used to induce babies into a deep and peaceful night's sleep? Discuss. Well, well, Dave, you, you can try this out soon, can't you, yeah, Dave? Yeah. Dave, 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 you're actually in the perfect position to use your uh, firstborn as a test trial for this. Yeah. I'll just turn, just... I'll t- turn to Crane and go, Kenny, I need a bit of help here. Can you just help me out? Help me oh. out. Yeah. I've always felt hard. <laughs> that's, that's my best King Jacket impression. Cheers, Kenny, thanks. What a treat. What a treat. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> um, next question, Ryan Lester again. Pick of the pickles. Mm. Pickled egg, pickled onion... Or pickled gherkin. Can I go for okay. none? I was going to say I'm not a big fan of pickled food. No, no, I'm. No, 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 no. not for me. Sorry, either. Ryan. <laughs> Think, yeah. But hang on, oh, I will go with pickled onion because isn't that a flavour of crisps, which I'm sure I may have had once or twice in, yeah. over my 32 years of existence. I'm, I'm sure pickled onion won the Richard Osman World Cup of crisps recently on Twitter, didn't yeah. it? Did it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I know it's a travesty. Diamond Hot Monster Munch should be the winner of that. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, who is a fan of old school PlayStation 1 video games? Everyone. A razzle hand. Yeah. Razzle hand. If you're not, you're getting me out of here. <laughs> well, John Cannon has got the question for you, Adam. Spyro the Dragon or Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> Crash Ooh. Bandicoot. Yeah. Yeah, classic Easy Crash. Yeah. Well, that, that, that was quick. That was. <laughs> See, Spyro feels more like, say, more say like a Sega Dreamcast for me. I don't know why. Was it Spyro on PS1? It was, but I kind of more associate it with Sega and um, I don't know. I thought I'd gone for like Mortal Kombat versus Tekken or something. Mario sixty four versus uh, Legend of Zelda. Oh, Mario sixty four easily. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Don't even need to say the other one. I can't contribute to that. I didn't have a N sixty four. It was great. One of the best consoles. I've just played it around other people's houses. Played GoldenEye. Under oh, about, now that was a good that game. That is the that, greatest that, game of all yeah. time, Golden Hands, hands, down, hands I, down. I went to a stag do a couple of years, uh, was it two years ago, in Cardiff, and I think it was the Brew Dog Bar in Cardiff, and yeah. down, mm. downstairs bit, they just had a TV set up, two armchairs, and, and then 64 guns. Oh, oh, that sounds great. Downstairs. That is like the ultimate. I mean, we had to, like, that nearly dominated the night out. <laughs> I was going to say, it I would. Why would you go anywhere else? <laughs> I don't Sugar yeah. Bats? Golden Eye? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm what, what, what <laughs> I'm saying, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, I've got yeah. the golden gun. <laughs> you would stop it. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's just, game over. It's the game that basically spawned all the games that we know yeah. now. Like, I was going to say, younger people listening to this, you do not know what you've missed out on not playing Golden Knight. Yeah. If you think that, oh, Call of Duty is great, or Halo. If you spend no, all your time on is. Call of Duty Online, you have to thank Golden Knight for that. Yeah. <laughs> that is what why uh, Call of Duty exists. Um, Sam Doty 
uh, said. If Any you, relation to Matt? Um, I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, they said if you could o- if you could only go drinking with one Wolves player for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? So we can only Roger go drink- Johnson. Classic. <laughs> oh, no, it's a standard right. answer. Oh. If you could go um, <coughs> drinking with one more player, one Wolves player for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? Current Wolves players. Let's go for current. Current Wolves players. players. I'm going to go for uh, Nuadiko. Just seems like a really lovable scamp that you'd want yeah. to go for a drink with. Imagine <laughs> James said we'd be in good fun all night. You know, I'd say Dave Edwards, but I think he's. I don't know, but he seems like someone who might be a bit teetotal. Yeah. I'd go for Dave Edwards because he'd be designated driver. And I would yes. just get hammered every event, every social occasion I went to. <laughs> Adam, any player you would drink with for the rest of your life for Wolves at the current squad? I mean, Jack Price is an obvious one, of course, because everyone loves Jack it, Price. I think it would be funny if he was like having a ale or something and he got the foam around his beard. I'll probably say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jack, you've got something in your beard. <laughs> I'll probably say, yeah, Car- say Carla Key, like- maybe, because he would definitely get him out of trouble if he <laughs> yeah. got him into trouble. I was going to say, you knocked into someone at a bar and spilled their drink. I'll be spilling everyone's <laughs> pints, but not Carla Key with me. <laughs> um, Dave Evans. This, there is someone called Dave Evans who just tweeted in. What, this is this your own tweet that you've sent in? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it's just Devon's 87 it is <laughs> uh, Dave Evans uh, I need to meet this guy actually um, has tweeted how much wood would a woodchuck work if a woodchuck could work <laughs> <laughs> we you know what I meant we can, we can edit <laughs> can you say that Adam no I can't Rich how much wood can a woodchuck uh, no. how much wood would a woodchuck could chuck wood there we go, there we go. Done. There we go. There we go. oh oh I can't do it oh oh <laughs> edit that bit out <laughs> Um, and then final Twitter corner question. I'll, I'll throw in the final one uh, to celebrate the fact that um, Captain America Three, which um, Winter Soldier, Civil War, is out this Friday, uh, which I'm very excited about. Um, if you had two faction teams of, let's say, Team Bart and Team Price, who would be on their team? Okay. In a Wolves type Civil War, do, 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 Captain America Civil War out this Friday. So who would be on Team Bart and who'd be on Team Price? I reckon. I think you're looking at the partnerships, aren't you? So yeah. I'd think McDonald would have, Price. Yeah, I reckon the defenders would stick with Bart. So I reckon yeah. he's probably quite close with Wars and I offer. Mm. And I reckon they'll they be, you know would Bart be Captain America or would he be Iron Man with Ooh. That's interesting. That's yeah. I think Bart would be the Captain America. Yeah, because he's the captain. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So be the Captain America, yeah. Bart um, Price would be Iron Man. So we're saying Horse and I offer on Team Bart. Yeah. I saw like McDonald and Henry. McDonald and Henry prices. on price. Yeah, yeah. Any controversy? You've got to throw in one I controversial think, for each side. Reckon... You wouldn't expect that. Yeah. I'd be interested to see which side um, Dave Edwards ends up on. That would be interesting. I think he'd be, 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 the, yeah. nice he'd be the Black Widow, I think. David would be the Scully Hansen of the We are about to show a real level of uh, Marvel nerdism here yeah. for anyone else. I reckon one of the young lads would have to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, anyway. Probably. Oh, they know it now. It's in the trailer. I was going to say, if, if they don't. <laughs> if, if they haven't been religiously watching all the trailer breakdowns. <laughs> I reckon Matt Doherty would be on... Uh, I reckon even though he's a defender, I reckon he'd be on Team Price. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I, I slightly thought it. I didn't want to say it like, <laughs> yeah. just in case, but I think he'd be on there. Yeah. Anyone controversial for Team Bart? Maybe Dicko. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, okay, mm. I can see it, I can see it. Or Siggy. <laughs> <Or Ziggy. Yeah. laughs>
No, no, no. Ziggy would be the guy that get killed in the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's what Ziggy would be. He'd be, um, yeah, he'd be the trigger point that so, starts so, off the Civil War. Yeah. Um, he'd, be the, he'd be the Connecticut moment. I think it's Connecticut. I can't remember. There's a key starting incident into why there's a massive fraction into Civil War. I'll just be quiet and read my comic <laughs> No, I'm loving it. <laughs> the so, is it sort of like the Sovakia Accords in, in this film version? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know my Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're saying team boys. I think at the moment Molyneux would be the um, would be the pri- the big prism of which I the raft. I think it is. Oh, that's yeah. too far for me now. It's it, it's <laughs> in the trailers. You know that thing that comes up under underwater. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. yeah. So be So we're saying team bar would be I awful horse, uh, Dicko and uh, Williamson. Yeah, we'll put him in there. Yeah, that is a uh, hard line. Yeah. Isn't it? And Price's team would be McDonald, uh, Henry, Doherty, and. I'll just stick Bright in there. Just Bright. <laughs> Bright, <laughs> Bright can be Spider Man, that's fine. Yeah. Well, you let us know in a, in a big fight who would win that Team Bart versus Team Price. Then go watch Captain America Civil War <laughs> this Friday in cinemas uh, nationwide. Yeah, yeah. Check your local cinema for uh, listings. listings, of course. Um, Do you guys remember to phone up the cinema in here for. Um, timings for it. No. Was that just at the one in Telford? I think. I, I have a vague memory of having to ring up the UCI, which is now the Odeon, and it was like to hear the lit- timings for so and so. Save your film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. I have a personal plea as well for people who may go to the cinema in Telford. I'm having a massive argument with a, uh, a guy at work about which one is better, the Cineworld or yeah. the Odeon at I Telford. Go, I go to the Odeon. Thank you. Because it's The Odeon is far it's, better. It's about 60% cheaper to start yeah. with. And there's barely anyone there. Yeah. And you can book <laughs> VIP seats where you can basically lie down for half pounds. the price of a normal Cineworld ticket. Like, I like don't c- see why there's even on but this guy is telling me that... Where's oh, the debate? Oh, basically, Cineworld's better. It's all right, Max. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. So if you do go, please, so yeah. I can at least rub it into his face. Look how many random Twitter people are telling me that I'm right. <laughs> In your face. I, I'm just loving the idea of David Will going, see, see. Willie, uh, Willie Esther agrees with me. Yeah. I'm up to 40 people now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Create. If you're looking for a new website or website solution, check them out at operacreate.com. Follow us on social media all week Twitter at WGFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Fancast, Instagram Wolves underscore Fancast, and you can email us Wolves Football Fancast at gmail.com. And we'll be back at some point in the future to talk more things about Wolves. So, for this week, it's bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from Adam. Goodbye. It's bye from me. See you next time. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. 
When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's going to relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.